to God Almighty and and appreciate him. Let's give him praise, honor and adoration. Let's thank him. Let's bless God Almighty. He's worthy of our praise. He's worthy to be glorified. Let's give God praise and adore him. He's the almighty God, the Alpha, the Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. Let's give God praise and say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for who you are. Greater than the greatest and higher than the highest. You are the almighty God, all sufficient God. He's our helper, he's our keeper, he's our pillar, he's our tomorrow, he's our sufficiency. Let's give him praise, let's give him praise, let's give him praise. He never leaves us, he never forsakes us. Always there for us, fighting the battle on our behalf. Give God praise and give God praise, give God praise. That day we give thanks unto you. We thank you for another opportunity to appear before you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For in your presence there is fullness of joy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for last week Tuesday. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the Bible study of last week Tuesday. We give you praise, Lord. Blessed be thy name. Thank you, Father. Also, thank you for this Tuesday. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Daddy Lord, because your word settled forever. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we give thanks. In Jesus' mighty name, we give thanks. Praise the Lord. Our topic is divine champion. And also, I, don't sit here. Don't sit here. We are still going to pray. At least one prayer point. And as we all know that Jesus is our champion, the champion of champions. And he never loses any battle at all. And always giving us victory, victory and victory. I want you to thank God for those victory that God has been giving to us. And say, Father, we thank you. On a daily basis, God gave us victory on every side. Give thanks unto him. He's the champion of champions. He's our God. He's our champion. Father, we thank you for the victory that Jesus has given. Thank you for that victory. That Jesus, thank you for the victory that is given to us on a daily basis. Thank you, Father. Thank you for Jesus himself. He went to the cross of Calvary, saved us, and he gave us victory. We thank you, Daddy, for the blood of Jesus that is working for us. That any day, any time we call on to the blood, we call that name, and we call on the blood of Jesus, things work for us. And victory is the result. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father, because you never lose any battle, we will never lose any battle in the name of Jesus. Even as we go to your word this hour, that the place, Lord, speak to us in the name of Jesus. We ask that by your spirit, you will enlighten us, and your name alone will be glorified. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' most wonderful name, we pray. Praise the Lord. Good evening, sir. Good evening, ma'am. You are welcome to this glorious Bible study. Last week, we discussed Divine Champion Part 1. Divine Champion Part 1. I believe we discussed about, you know, who is a champion, and then 
who's a divine champion. We look at the examples of divine champions. And then we'll also look at the personal advantage in being a divine champion. Praise the Lord. So in summary now, or let me say, can we do a recap of that study? Just brief. Somebody give us a brief summary of what we learned last week. I've already given us the points we discussed. But now, just in a brief word. How do you want to try? I can see you raising up your hands. Okay. Somebody want to give us, talk to us. You are holding the mic now. You can speak to us. I think I saw you last, last week, Tuesday. So you are, you are good to go. We're calling this. Yeah? I said summarize what we learned last week. In a summary, just give us a brief of what we learned last week. Okay, who is a champion? I know that we discussed we define a champion and then also define a, the word divine champion. We compare two of them and we give the examples of examples of the divine champions, and then we look at the, the advantage they have over each other. You talk about um, people, um, divine ch uh, sorry champions. You talked about um, people who do things by by their power, who believe in their abilities. But divine champions are people who, um, who God help or who believe totally in God to win a particular race. Praise the Lord. Somebody wants, somebody agree with him? Somebody else before we go into the teachings of today. Let's talk. Okay. So what's Do you want to say something? Divine champions are those who are helped by God and those who fight in the, in the name of God and those who take instructions from God too. Praise the Lord. Anyone else? This moment. Hallelujah. Okay, let's quickly go through it. We, I think we read Psalm 18, verse 23, verse 33 to 44. And then we look at our introduction. We, we say that life is a battle, contest, and struggle. And also we look at it that the champion is a winner. Somebody who win the fight. Somebody who win a fight is a champion. We define a champion that a champion is a, is a representative of his people. And we use the example of David and Goliath. I also say that, that Goliath, you know, trusts in his own strength. But David relies on the power of God. And, I, and that was why he, called, he speak that word, that I come against you in the name of the Lord. And also I think we look at 
the examples, we mentioned Moses, Deborah, Gideon, David, Daniel, and so on. And then we look at the, the advantage. That for them, for the divine champion, that it is, the enemy can never knock them down. But if they are knocked down, they will rise again. Because there's somebody be, behind them. I think we read a Bible passage. That, that's Micah chapter 7, verse 8. Micah 7, verse 8. We said, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy, that when I fall, I shall rise again. When I fall, I shall rise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be my light. By the special grace of God, we want to go straight to the part two of that topic, Divine Champion Part 2. And our text will be taken from the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 5. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 5. Please, can you please let us open our Bible so that we can read together. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 5. Verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee, in the belly I knew thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctify thee, and ordained ordain thee a prophet unto the nation. May the Lord bless the reason, the reading of his word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So today as well we continue. Now, a champion is someone who is choosing to represent a group of people. In the battle between Israel and Philistine. So Goliath was the champion representing the Philistine. While David was representing the Israel. So one thing about being a champion is that once, once that fellow or the champion is defeated, automatically the people that he, he represents or represented, they all also they are defeated. So look at the, that story of Philistine and then Israel, David and Goliath. Look at what happened. For good, for some days, it was defilicing. That's Goliath that was bragging. I will do this, I will do that. I will do this, I will do that. And Israel never see anybody to show forth. Nobody. Because he was asking them to come forth. If you are bold, come forth. Present your champion. Let them come and fight me. But suddenly, a man just came to the scene. And look at the way that somebody was, you know, the way he was speaking about his God. He said, look at this man, uncircumcised Philistine, defining the, the, the living God. And he speak the word straight away. He said, I will cut your head. I will do this to you. I will do that. And God honor his word. God honor the word of David. And you can see the difference between someone that is, you know, that rely on the flesh and someone that rely on God. That's the difference. God is backing them up. And the same way, as a believer, God is by your side, backing you up. So you don't need to fear. Imagine David. 
First of all, seeing the, a man that is very giant. We can see the way the Bible described him. Seeing him enough, is enough is, seeing him alone is enough for what? For him to be afraid. And that was what caught fear in the life of the uh, King Saul and the rest. But David looked at this and said, no, 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 no. I've, I've already faced a lot of battles. And God gave me victory over them. You, I can't be afraid of you. It doesn't matter how huge you are, giant you are. No, I can't be afraid of you. We are talking about champion. With boldness. Praise the Lord. Remember what the Bible said? They that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. That was exactly what happened in that scenario. David knew God. That God, I know this God. He remembered the encounter of the bear and lion. How he slaughtered them. And he compared Goliath with that animals. Praise the Lord. So please, you can borrow something from that place. You can learn from that place. And look at this. Compare your enemy with the animals. That you can use your hand to do what? To destroy. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So once things, one thing about a champion is that once he is defeated, the people that the champion represents are automatically defeated also. But thank God, we have Jesus Christ as our champion. He has never been defeated. And he can never be defeated. He is our champion. Praise the Lord. So now today, we want to just, we want quickly want to look at our champions emerged. Our champion emerged. So number one point we are going to look at here is that some champions are born. Some are born and some became champions. There are so many divine champions that are born as champions. And there are so many that became champions through their achievements. Now let's consider Joseph. Joseph, Genesis chapter 37, verse 1 to 10. Genesis 37, verse 1 to 10. Please, we are going to be fast and open our Bible. And if you can read, go ahead and read. That's the story of Joseph. When he had a dream, relate his dream with his father and the, and the, uh, the symphony. And you know what happened there? He was born to be a champion. God gave him everything. This is how you are going to, this is how your journey will be. Show him his star. And the star of the, of the other sister and brothers. And everything follow accordingly. See, he go to the pit, to the prison, and then to the palace. So Joseph was born as a champion. Even the father loved him more than the other brethren. And he made a coat of many colors for him. Praise the Lord. So please study that place very well. You will see, indeed, David was born a champion. 
Number two is Moses. Exodus 2, verse 1 to 10. Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 to 10. And you know what surrounds Moses, uh, Moses' story? We all know that story very well. He was born when a command was issued. That is slaughter. Any child born that particular time. Joseph was born, I mean Moses was born that particular time, but God saved him because there's a purpose he must fulfill. God saved him and he finds his way to the palace. Those who issued that decree, they were the one that God used to train him. Praise the Lord. So you see how God can use your enemy to favor you. You see that one in the life of Moses. Praise ye the Lord. And if you read Exodus just like that, you will discover that God did many things through him. God did many things through him. For example, he was the one that received the Ten Commandments. He was the one who led the children of Israelites out of the Egypt captivity. And also, great miracles was done through Moses. He parted Red Sea. A lot of miracles. That's a champion. He was born champion. Let's look at another character in the Bible that was born. That is Gideon. Gideon, was Judges chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. If you read Judges chapter 6, verse 12 to 13, the first time his name was mentioned, the angels give him a salute. The mighty man of valor. Hail him. Agent hail him. He was born as a what? As a champion. And we know what God did through him. God asked him to choose just 300, just 300 men. And he defeated 22,000 soldiers. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. You can read Judges chapter, chapter 7 and chapter 8. You see the story there. Now the next one is David. David. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 11 to 13. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 11 to 13. Write it down. As you're going to read. 1 Samuel chapter 23, also write it down. And also 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 1. To two, write it down. David was the king of Israel. This is the first king. He first of all a, a shepherd boy. A shepherd. And he moved from a shepherd. I think when he was doing that, the work of shepherd, he killed bears and lions. He was also a militant. When he was facing, let's say, the battle between him and Saul, you know what happened? He ran. And inside that, inside where he ran to, God used those who are not matter, those who doesn't have anything. God used them to build 
you know, a very strong army for him. And the Bible said that every day, on a daily basis, help comes to David. So he was born as a champion. He was born as a champion. And the last thing, you know, he defeated the terrorist, that man that terrorized Israelites. That's Goliath. I want to pray for you that all your enemy will be defeated in the name of Jesus. Now let's look at Elijah. 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 He was a, a prophet, the great prophet. And you know what happened on the Mount Carmel? How is he gradually killed? That is 450 first prophet of Baal. You think he did it by his power? No. First of all, they thought they would defeat, they would defeat him. But they never knew that somebody behind him fighting for him. So I want you to know that if anybody is fighting you, they are fighting God. And that's why the Bible says that I will contend with they that contend with you. That's the word of God. I will fight your battle for you. Amen. You can write down 1 Kings chapter 17, 1 Kings 17 verse 1, and 1 Kings 18 verse 17 to 18. 1 Kings 17 verse 1, and 1 Kings, can we please read now, 1 Kings 17 verse 1, if you are there, please go ahead and read, and if I'm in 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 17 to 18, quickly read for us. First Kings 17, verse, verse 1. one. Now Elijah, who was from Tibish in Gilead, took King Ahab. As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. Praise the Lord. Let's move forward. If you read verse 18 to... In chapter 18, verse 17 to 18, you will, you will see what happened there. Paul was also one of them, but in, in his own, he wasn't born. But through what he achieved, he became the champion. You know what he did? Even when he was unbeliever. It was, you know, when he was still fighting the, uh, the believers, he thought he was fighting for God. That was his, his thought. He thought he was fighting for God until he had that encounter with God. And God told him, you are doing things in the wrong way. Come inside. And he was saved. And after that, we all know what Paul did for God. He fought the battle he fought the battle and he received the crown. I pray for you that your crown will never, give, will never be given to another, another person in the name of Jesus. Philip, also the great evangelist, who through his preaching, the whole city received joy. He was a champion. 
you know, it was after the, Lord, uh, the death of our Lord Jesus Christ that he, he became born again. God empowered him and he went about doing good in the world. And through the word of God, God saved a city. God wants to use you as a champion to deliver, to liberate, to set the captive free. You must be ready. You must be ready. You must make up your mind and be ready to do the work of God. Now let's move to the next point. The first point is that some are born as champions and some became champions. That's through the, what they achieved in God. And some also, that's the second point, some add championship, trust on them. Some divine champion seemed to have become champion by force. By force. For example, let's look at Abraham. You know how God called him. It was with his family. And God just called him, leave your people. Just a command. He never prepared for that. It's as if somebody forced him to do that. Leave your people, your kindred, and go to a land that I will show you. And he followed because he believed. He never even heard from him before. The first time that God spoke to him, he obeyed the word. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. And I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and I will cause them that cause thee. And, I, and in the same all family of the head shall be blessed. Praise the Lord. Can you see that? After he received the word, he followed, and God made a covenant with him. How I wish that every one of us will obey the word of God. Things will be easy. The covenant that God has already established with us will come to fulfillment. I pray that the grace to obey him completely May you receive it and follow after the will of God in the name of Jesus. The next is Joshua. He was a general. And after the death of Moses, God told him, Joshua, you are the next. Also, he was not prepared for that. But he just looked at it, I have to do it. I have to do it. Joshua chapter one, chapter 1, verse 1 to 9. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 to 9. You can read it at home. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 to 9. You also discover in this place that God promised him. God gave him a lot of promise. I will back you up. I will support you. I will be there for you. You won't be alone. Just be courageous. Be courageous. Believe in yourself. 
I will fight the battle for you. The only thing you need to do is just stand. Let the people see you as a leader. When you speak, I will back your word up. When you issue a command, don't worry, it will come to pass. We can see between a champion who believes in God and those who do not believe. If I, you know, walking under that divine champion, it is God that, is, that will be fighting for you. You don't need to struggle anymore. It is just for you to just issue a command. Angels are there. They are waiting for you so that they can carry on the assignments. Praise the Lord. Another one is Elisha. First Kings chapter 19, verse 19. First Kings chapter 19, verse 19. You know the story of Elisha. Elijah was passing. And God, has, God already gave him a command. Anoint Elijah. And he was on his way. And he cast mantle on him. And this one too was doing his business, working in the farm. He never prepared for that. He was forced to do to that. But he believed and take it that way. That's a champion. And we if you look at the Bible very well, you will discover a lot of things, a lot of things that God did through his hand. First Kings chapter 19, verse 19. We mentioned Esther also. Esther. Esther was one of them. And the last but not the least is Simon Peter. He was doing his business also. But suddenly, Jesus needs something. He needs a boat. Amen. Praise. Hallelujah. So we see, we look, when we see, we look into the life of Peter, we discover that it was a failure. But after that encounter, after he released his sheep for our Lord Jesus Christ to use. Then he became somebody, he became a champion. The same thing, the moment you surrender your life to Jesus and you follow the principle of the word of God, I can tell you, you are a champion. Praise the Lord. You can write down Luke chapter 4. 5 verse 1 to 10. Luke 5 verse 1 to 10. Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 10. And please make sure you read them at home. Now point number three. To qualify as a, champ, as a divine champion, you must meet, you must meet with certain criteria. There has always been a champion that conquered kingdoms. Always. People like David, people like Elijah, 
there's something common about them. And that's qualify them. Submission. That's number one qualification. We must submit ourselves. We must release ourselves so that God will use us. Many of us are still struggling with God. Many are still struggling with God. But God wants us to submit our totality. To submit ourselves totally unto him. Release yourself. You see, if you want to swim, you don't struggle with water. If you struggle with water, water will just carry you away. But you have to release yourself so that you can be light inside the water. The same way, God wants us to release ourselves. He wants us to release ourselves. If you start struggling, you will discover you will drown, you will go down. So we must submit to the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's number one qualification. So when you submit to the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ, that means you, you, know, you accept me. You say, Father, I surrender unto you. I surrender unto you. So God is looking for people that will confess Christ, Christ's Lordship, and obey his commandment. He's looking for people that will confess Jesus openly, without fear, and you obey his command. In other words, whatever he tells you, that is what you will do. That is what I will do. So obedience is the key. Number one key, obedience to the word of God. So anyone who will be a divine champion must be winning obedient to follow God foolishly without arguing. Foolishly without arguing. Look at Peter. Jesus told him, cast your boat, I'll be your net. Is it to the right now or to the left? And he discovered that at that particular time, as a professional, forget about it, they won't catch anything. But he obeyed God. You know the results. You know what happened. After the obedience, foolishly, he obeyed. The instruction may not make, make any meaning at all. But when you follow, when you obey, something great will happen. So please obey him. Obey him any day, any time that he gives you the instruction. Number two qualification is that you must believe right within you that it is God with you who makes you victorious. You must believe that with your own power, you can't even do anything. You don't even have any power. But it is God that is helping you. It is God that is giving you the victory. You have a good success, success in the business. It is God. In your academics, it is God. In that career, it is God. You must ascribe the glory unto him. You must know that it is God and God alone. It can't be you. It can never be you. Amen. So we already discussed that in part one, that a divine champion relies absolutely on the power of God. Absolutely on the power of God. For one with God 
It's a majority. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Romans 8, verse 31. What shall we say then to those things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? Somebody will say, let them do their photocopy. Do your photocopy, times that photocopy. They can't still be against us. What shall we say then to those things? If God be for us, who can be against us? So let's write down 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. When the 450 prophets of Baal confronted Elijah, they thought they would finish him. They never knew that there is somebody behind him. The hosts of heaven, they were there. And Elijah gave, him, gave them chance to worship their God. But at that particular hour, the hour of worship, Elijah switched in. said, it is time for me to worship my God. And when he did, he worshiped God. You know what happened. And after that, he slaughtered every one of them, one after the other. One after the other. One after the other. It is God. It can't be Elijah. 450 against one. Look at that. 450 prophet against one. God was behind somebody. God was against somebody. The rest. That's the difference between the champion and the divine champion. Praise the Lord. So a would-be champion, a would-be champion will never allow the size of numbers, size or numbers of his enemy to intimidate him. A would-be champion should never and we never, must never also allow the size or the numbers of his enemy to intimidate him. So never allow anybody to intimidate you. Never allow a threat of any enemy. You have somebody that is greater, that is your champion. In him, the word of God said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are standing on that word. You believe that somebody inside of you, and his name is Jesus, he can do all things. He will fight your battle for you in the name of Jesus. Number three. Number three qualification now. Divine champion should not focus on his limited ability but on the fact that by his availability for God he is able to see God work wonder through him never rely on your ability when you are available then God is ready to use you for example now you want to go and minister to preach the word. And you know what happened? Your home is to be ready. Go out, speak the word. And 
when you speak the word, it is God. God's own to do what? To convert. It is God's own to convert. So God wants us to be available to preach the word and he will empower you and then you will see what happened after that. We have had a lot of testimony. A lot of testimony. So it is God's, it is your whole responsibility to preach. It is God to perform the miracle. Amen. So be available so that God will use you. Point number four. A divine champion must maintain his loyalty to the end. You must be loyal to the end. You must be loyal to the end. You must be loyal to the end. You must maintain your loyalty to the end. Now let's move to last point number two now. I think point number four now. Number one, we discuss about some are born a champion and some became champion with what they achieve. Number two, that some had champion trust on them. Number three, we look at the qualification of a champion and the criteria that we need to meet. Number four is that what makes champions, what makes champions successful? What makes champions successful? It's a question that we like somebody to contribute towards that. We have had a lot of champions, we have seen them. What do you think that makes them successful? All right, sir. Life of holiness. Praise the Lord. Life of holiness. Amen. Somebody want to say something else? All right. So what makes them for... We have had number one, life of holiness... Holiness, that means obedience. Number two, in addition, the champion, they stick to the fundamental principle. They hold on to the word of God. They hold on to the word of God. They understand the essential requirements of God's word and they live by dying. They live by them. Thou shalt not do this. They hold on to that word. And they keep the commandment. So if you want to have a good success as a champion, you must play by the rule. And if you don't do that, then the enemy will give you blow. But I pray... As we, you know, as God leave it, the Almighty God will grant us that grace to be holy, to keep, you know, to obey His word in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord.
Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. said, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have and have become convinced of what you have learned and what you have, you know, what you have become, what you have convinced of. You have learned this from me. Continue in that. And you are sure that this is what you have learned. You believe it. Then follow it. That was the word of Paul to Timothy. He was asking him, follow the rule. Follow this. This is the word. And you know that this is the word that God, our Lord Jesus Christ gave to me. He said, as I have received, then I release. That's Paul. Revelation chapter 3, verse 3. Revelation chapter 3, verse 3 says, Remember, therefore, what you have received, and add, and obey it, and repent. Remember what you have received. You have had many things, word of God, from this sanctuary. You must follow it. You must believe it. When you believe it, then things must work. Things will work. That's one thing about God. His word can never fail. That's it. The word of God can never fail. And if you can hold him by his word, then victory is yours. If you can hold him by his word, victory is yours. Praise the Lord. Last month, when we talk about it is written, we talk about the word of God. When you hold God, you speak his word, his word to him. You know what will happen because God honors his word. God honors his word. The almighty God will honor his word in your mouth in the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 4 verse Proverbs, Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4 verse 13 says, hold on, to, hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guide it well for it is your life. Hold on to that instruction. That's the word of God. Don't talk to that word. That word is your life. Because there is life in that word. Hold on to it. So what makes, number two, of what makes them successful? Champions, they, they know how to implement God's strategy for the tax given to them. They know how to implement God's strategy for the task given to them. Now, to obtain the victory, he tells Moses to use his rod. And Moses used that rod correctly. He tells him to use the rod. That's God. And whatever he tells you, if you do it, you will see the results. That was what happened in the marriage of Cana of Galilee. When the mother of Jesus told him, told the, uh, the disciple, whatever he tells you, please do it. And they did it. You know the results. Praise the Lord. So whatever God tells you, please go ahead and do it. Look at David. Just one stone with catapults. Kill the giant. That's Goliath. Just one stone. He make use of that strategy for that task. And Elisha about the mantle. 
He used that mantle to part Jordan. Elijah did it. Elijah saw how the man of God did it. And he came back. Where is my God, the God of my father? He used that same strategy to part to parted Jordan. Praise the Lord. So to overthrow the enemy, it has Gideon to stand still. And David also to move forward. And to Joshua to march around the circle. And he gave them victory. Just Gideon, stand still. David, go ahead. You will overtake. You will conquer. And to Joshua, come on, run the Jericho. And he gave them, that gave them victory because they made use of that of the strategy rightly. To secure victory, the victory, it tells Noah to enter the boat. And also Peter to hesitate the boat. And to Paul and the prisoners to hold on to the fragment of the boat. Different, different strategies for different people. And they use it, and the result is very glorious. So to successfully minister, it tells Philip to leave Samaria. Also Peter and John to enter Samaria. And also to oppose to, to remain in Jerusalem. Different strategy for different people. Let's say the same strategy for different people. Philip leaves Samaria. Peter and John enter Samaria. And you know what they achieve by obeying or stick to the, you know, to the rule. And to the rest of apostles, you must remain in Jerusalem. And there, the Holy Ghost came upon them. So champion, champions must discover that God has a strategy for every event. And if they are to be successful, they must implement that strategy. If you must be successful, you must implement the strategy that God gave to you. Remember that in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 31, you see the story of Elisha gave Gehazi a strategy to use. When that boy died, just go and lay my mantle upon the boy. Staff rather now. Say, so go and lay the staff, just touch this boy with staff. And when Gehazi did that, nothing happened. Nothing happened. And the man of God said, go again. Nothing happened. But the staff in the hand of Elisha performed miracle. But he could not perform in the hand of what? Of Gehazi. What is the difference? That's our next point. That's our next point. We will look at the difference. That's point number three under that. Eddie. Champions must maintain a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. 
Champions must maintain a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. If you want to have a good success, you must maintain a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that was, that was what made the difference between Elisha and Elijah. The Spirit of the Lord was upon Elisha. Elisha and Giazi now. But upon Giazi, no. So please, you must allow the operation of the Holy Spirit in your life. Allow him to dwell in you. Allow him to move you. Allow him to direct you. Allow him to lead you. Allow him to speak to you. Because on a daily basis as a champion, you must receive instruction from him. He must speak to you. And you must allow him to guide you. Amen. So champions must closely connected to the, to the Holy Spirit because he will speak he will lead and also guide them to victory. So please connect yourself. The same thing will happen now. If you disconnect this light, this place will be dark, very dark. But the light is connected to, to a source. So your source is the Holy Spirit. Connect yourself to him. Connect yourself to him. I mean to, I must connect myself to him. So this is, this is what it takes to discern the mind and the counsel of God. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It took the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost before the apostles could fulfill, could fully comprehend God's plan for them. They have been with Jesus but God asked them to tarry. And after that tarry, they received the Holy Spirit. And you know what happened after that? The first message of Peter, 3,000 souls, was one. The Holy Spirit makes the difference. The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is still in operation and is the one that makes a champion champion. Is the divine. Is the divine. So please allow him to work wonders in your life. Communicate with him. Speak to him on a daily basis. Let him know what you are feeling, what you are passing through. Talk to him. Greet him. Ask him to help you. Ask him to get involved in your situations. Tell him that you can't see. Tell him to be your eyes. And I can tell you, he will help us. Because that's the will of God. That's the promise of God to us. The Holy Spirit is our chief partner. So we must partner with him. He provides everything. Divine counsel, guidance, even power for living. The Almighty God will help us in the name of Jesus. You will never lose any battle in the name of Jesus. And God will make you a champion indeed in the mighty name of Jesus. So, before we